Good morning, church. You glad to be here today? Welcome to the first service. Come on, we can do that a little better. Good morning. Welcome. Are you awake? Are you ready? Are you ready for the word of God in this place today? The word of God is alive and powerful, and I am believing today something is about to happen in this place. God is about to speak into your life something powerful, and we are going to go, like Pastor Steve said, to another level. Is anybody ready for another level in 2019? It's the second Sunday of 2019. We don't need to wait till December to go to another level okay we can go to another level already here in January but you know a lot of times we go to another level in January and then what happens February you know half another level March a quarter of another level and then April just back to 2018, but we're not going to do that, all right? We're not going to do that in this place. We're going to go full power the whole year, and as you heard about superpower, is anybody excited for that 16 weeks of revival, fire? There's no way we can go back, all right? And last Sunday, the anointing and communion, wasn't that amazing? I am so excited for 2019, and I am especially excited for all that God is going to do during this year. Is this really the church that we get to be a part of? Come on, it's amazing. And it's a great honor for me to be here today and to be able to launch us into our vision series messages. I am believing that over the next three weeks, we're going to have a message today. We're going to have a message next Sunday from Pastor Claudia, and then Pastor Steve is going to finish it up before we end on February 3rd with our vision Sunday. And I am believing that the next few Sundays here in the house of God are going to be very powerful and God is going to move among us in a new way. That as a church, we are putting a stake in the ground. We are putting a stake in the ground and we're beginning to speak out our vision and putting into writing what God has been stirring in the hearts of the leaders and what we are believing for the future, that God will plant that deep within each of us, in each of us who call this our church home. A burning passion a burning passion like never before for the house of God, but not just a passion for the house of God, a passion to see the house of God flourish, a passion to see the house of God become everything that the house of God is meant to be in this city. You see, there's a difference. We can have a passion for coming to the house of God, but we need to have a passion to see the house of God go up, to rise and to become all that God would have it be in this city. This is a passion that we all need to share. Not just the pastors, not just the leaders of the church. Churches aren't built just by pastors and the leaders. They are built when each and every one of us, we are one body. We all have a different part to play. We all have a different calling. And when we start to walk in our destiny, walk in our calling, walk 
in what God has called us to do, but then we come together and we unite in the house of God and start to serve. We're one body, one heart, one mind, one team united. We stand walking together, growing together, sticking together through the ups and downs of life, real community, not superficial community, real community, sacrificial community, we are going to see a move of God in this place, in this city, like nothing this city has ever experienced throughout history. Do you realize right now we are making history in the city of Berlin? We are making history in this city and it's just the beginning. God is going to do something greater because 2019 and beyond is all about greater things are yet to come. Come on, can we give God some praise for what he's about to do in this place, in this church, in your life. And before I get to the message today, I want to share with you a little bit of the back story, a little bit of how and why we are doing this vision series and what does it mean for us as a church and where did this vision come from? And let me encourage you, today's message and the next week messages, they're going to be available on the podcast, and I would really recommend that you listen to it again, because we only have a few minutes here together, and I really believe that it's going to be important as a church that we not only receive the information that I'm about to share with you, but that we also catch hold of the spirit, the grace that is resting on this vision and on these messages. And so throughout the week, listen to them, allow it to become part of who you are if this is where you call your church home. Amen. The speakers for this vision series, like I said, we only have a few minutes to convey thoughts and ideas. These are very deep and meaningful and powerful ideas, and they've been bubbling up and stirring in our spirits for many years, but we only have a few minutes today to share. But I want you to catch, like I said, the grace and the spirit that is resting on these messages. The story of this church is truly an amazing and God-inspired journey. For those of you that have been a part of this church for five years, maybe even 10 years, or maybe you've even been here from before my family arrived in Berlin, Germany, you can testify to the fact that what God has done, done among us and how he has moved us forward is truly amazing, and it is only by his grace. How my family arrived here, my mom and dad, my sister and myself, how we got here to Berlin, Germany 14 years ago, it's a miracle story in and of itself. We never planned to move outside of the USA. And in fact, we had never even been to Germany before. But you see, when God has a plan for your life, he takes you places that you could never imagine going. We didn't come here with big financial backing or some big name. We came here through what can only be described as a truly miraculous set of events. In fact, I've written about the journey and the story of how we got here in this mini booklet called Why Not Berlin. And if you would like to read the full story, you can pick this up after 
of the service. And for today only, I'm going to be giving these away for free. So you can go out there and talk to the Resource Center. Pick one up completely free. You can get that out there today. I'm speaking about our vision, part one. And this is the vision series message, part one. And today and over the next few weeks, we are not going to present to you some kind of vision statement, two sentences that sound great and are catchy, that summarize our vision. The reason is that our vision is simply not that simple. We are not a simple church. We are an unforgettable church. We are an unforgettable church. Do you believe that in this place? You are unforgettable. We are a church that is made up of over different, 80 different nations. We have people from so many different kinds of backgrounds, whether that's theological or economic, whatever it is, we have people that are coming through the doors that are so diverse and so different. We have babies, we have grandparents, we have white and black and everything in between. And the problem is that so often the world wants to put us into a box. Oh, you go to a, a, a Baptist church, or oh, you go to an evangelical church, or oh, you go to a Pentecostal church. We like to put labels on things. Oh, you're an international church. Oh, you're an English church. Okay. And you see, they, the world likes to box us in, and even in our own lives, people have a hard time to understand something that doesn't have a label, that doesn't fit within the way that they see the world, or something that they've never experienced before. And it's the same with our vision. Our vision cannot be placed inside of a box. It can't be written down in a simple statement because who we are, who we are as a church and what we stand for, the kind of people who come through our doors every Sunday, we are so diverse, so different from one another that to limit and to label who we are would not do justice to the vision that I believe and that the church leadership believes God has given us. The vision, the future of this church, the dreams of taking over a major venue right here at Potsdamer Platz, not just renting, taking over for the glory of God, that's not a man vision, that's a God vision. This vision is God-inspired. And as a church leadership, as we have been listening to the voice of God, laying down our own agendas, laying down our own agendas, laying down our stylistic preferences, laying down our theological and church backgrounds, we have seen God start to move and open doors and to lead us organically organically into where we are today. All of what I'm going to share with you and what you will hear the next weeks, I promise you, you have heard it all before. This is nothing new because every single Sunday, everything that we do as a church, the way we do things, the way we speak about things, what we don't do as a church, it all flows out of the heartbeat of the vision. 
And so today I am presenting you a concept, a thought, an idea, simply to get you start thinking, to start a dialogue, to begin a journey, to ignite within you a desire to take on a challenge. Does anybody want to take on a challenge? To take on a challenge of changing your lifestyle, changing your mindset, changing the way that you think, and together we can come into agreement about the kind of church we will be. As a church, who we are, what we stand for, what do we look like, what do we sound like, how do we live our lives. And when people encounter you, whether that's here or anywhere all over the world, there is going to be something about you that they will say, you know what, what happened to you? And you will say, I was in Berlin. I was in Berlin. And you will be forever changed. We are changed by our time in the city of Berlin. You will be unforgettable. And so today, our vision part one is simply this. We are going to be a church that makes it big and makes it loud. We are going to make it big and we are going to make it loud. Can somebody make it big and make it loud in this place today? Come on, I think we can do a little better than that. We are going to make it big, and we are going to make it loud in the name of Jesus in the city of Berlin and all around the world. What does that mean? What does it mean to be a church that makes it big and makes it loud. And let me read to you from our vision card. I know it seems like a lot of promotion. Let me read to you from our vision card, which I would recommend. You're gonna get it in the lobby when you leave today. And it says this, I'm gonna read it right now. From the heart of Berlin comes a sound a sound that can be heard across the continent of Europe and the nations of the earth. It's the sound of a victorious church. A church where the word of God is proclaimed with boldness and power. A church where creative talent from around the globe takes the stage giving glory to God. A church where members unapologetically rise to the task of bringing worth and value to the marketplace through excellence of skill and character. A world-class church of great attraction where all nations come to worship unashamed. We are unashamed to show others our love for Jesus Christ. A church of innovation and influence. This is our sound. Amen. Come on and give God some praise. And I want us to explore briefly with you today what it means to be a church that makes it big and makes it loud. This isn't about our sound volume during worship, okay? That is not what making it big and making it loud is about. And I want you to write this down. Write this down because making it big and making it loud has two parts. Gathered and scattered. Write that down. Gathered and scattered. Gathered and scattered. We make it big and make it loud when we gather together. We make it big and make it loud when we scatter out of this place. When we come together on Sundays, 
in community groups, for the upper room, which is going to be on Friday, for for her nights. Whenever we gather together, the gathering, the coming together of God's people, we are going to make it big and make it loud. This simply means that we are not ashamed to do things with excellence. We are not ashamed to do things with excellence. We are not ashamed to use the gifts and talents that God has given us, not for our own glory, but for the glory of God. Throughout history, there has been a real problem within the church, not just this church, but throughout all of history, there has been a real problem within the church of allowing those of us and those who have amazing talent to reach their full potential. This isn't just to do with music. This has to do with science, with medicine, with business, whatever it is. And throughout history, we see amazing men and women of God who had amazing talents given by God to discover the wonders of the world, the wonders of the universe, the wonders of the body. And, and the church did not allow them it condemned them because at that time what they were starting to discover, what they were starting to see, it didn't fit within the theological understanding of how the church saw the world at the time. Or even with music throughout my years, just within my lifetime, throughout my years of working in worship, one of the biggest criticisms I have heard is that if the music is too rehearsed, too good, whatever that means, it's not flowing with the Holy Spirit. And the problem with that kind of mindset, all of those different kind of mindsets, is that the people that actually have God-given talent, that want to rise, that want to do their best, what, what people are telling you is, well, you know, just, just do it okay. It's okay to do it okay. You don't need to practice. You don't need to rehearse. Just show up and let's flow with the Holy Spirit. And, and in other words, don't do your best. But I'm sorry, that's not what making it big and making it loud is about. We are going to prepare. We are going to rehearse. We are going to be ready for success. We are going to be ready to do that job interview. We are going to do the best in our personal finances. We are going to utilize what God has given us, our intellects, our minds, our talents, to do the best job possible because God has given us that and entrusted us with that and we need to rise and make it big and make it loud in everything that we do. When we come together as the church, the gathering, we are going to give God our best. We are going to give God the best in our offerings. We are going to give God the best part of our increase, the first fruits, not the last fruits, not the least fruits. The best fruits go to God. The best. We are going to give our best in serving, serving each other with excellence, being a blessing above and beyond what is required. Make it big. Make it loud. 
And I believe that when we start to do this, when we all start to rise and start to live our life, making it big and making it loud, something is going to happen. Our gatherings are going to change. Our sound, it's going to be different. Our worship, the way we worship, the light that God has put in this church to shine to the nations, it's going to start to shine brighter and brighter, and the world will be attracted to that light, a great harvest, a great revival will break out like never before in this city in Jesus' name. A very interesting verse in the Bible written by the Apostle John where he describes the sound of heaven. You see, heaven has a sound. And here is what John wrote in the book of Revelation 14, verse 2. And you can write this down. He wrote this in Revelation 14, verse 2. And here's what it says. I heard a sound from heaven, like the roar of rushing waters and like a loud peal, like a loud clap of thunder. Wow. Heaven has a sound. The sound John heard coming from heaven was like the roar of rushing waters, like thunder. If you've ever traveled to a place where you've been near to a waterfall, has anybody been close to a really big waterfall? I recently was in Uganda and we were able to travel to one of the waterfalls on the Nile River. And as we walked up closer and closer to that waterfall, it started getting so loud. And when you stood next to where that rushing water was flowing, you couldn't even hear your own voice because the water was so loud. And John heard from heaven a sound that was the roar of rushing water. You see, rushing water, it has a sound. It's powerful. It's moving. It's overwhelming. It's stormy. It's wild. It's uncontrollable. Church, when we gather, let's believe for the sound of heaven to invade earth. We are going to believe that the sound of heaven, that roar of the mighty rushing waters of heaven is going to invade earth. Make it loud when we gather. And secondly, make it loud when we scatter. God hasn't called us to remain within the four walls of the church. God has called us to go into all the world. Go into all the world. And when we go, we are going to make it big and make it loud. Ecclesiastes 9 verse 10 says this. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. When you're at home cleaning your dishes, do it with all your might. When you are preparing your offering to send to the church, do it with all your might. Whatever it is, waking up, going to bed, whatever it is, we are going to do it with all our might, our jobs, our studies, everything that we do, God says we should do it with all our might. And over and over, in the word of God, there are scriptures about working hard and the blessing of working hard. 
But beyond simple hard work, I believe in the necessity of bringing our hard work and the wisdom and principles of the word of God together. And when we work hard and use the principles of God's word, we can accelerate our lives greater and greater into the destiny and blessing that God has predestined. God has a destiny for you that was written down before even the foundations of the world. And when we work hard, do our best, do it with all our might, make it big, make it loud every day, regardless of who's clapping, regardless of who's looking, regardless of how little or how big the job seems. God is going to move us and start to accelerate our lives into something greater, greater things are yet to come. Men, when we lead our homes, lead our homes well. We need to lead with all our might, not in an authoritarian dictator kind of way, but leading with all of the power that we have that God has given us as men. Men and women, when we run our businesses, we run our business with integrity and excellence. When we go to school, to university, we study to the best of our ability. We study to the best of our ability. We don't compare other people to us. We do the best that we can and trust God that he is going to accelerate our life. It doesn't matter how small, how big, making it big, making it loud doesn't mean that you're going to be famous on every TV station. Maybe you will, but it's not about that. It's about an attitude of the heart. When nobody's looking, I am going to do my best. When nobody else is worshiping, I'm going to lift my hands. When nobody else is clapping, I'm going to make it big. I'm going to make it loud and I'm going to be a leader and I'm going to be somebody that takes a step of faith, even if it's the first one in my family. I'm going to start to do something different. I'm going to start to live a lifestyle of making it big and making it loud. And together we are going to see God do something amazing in this church, in this city, and all around the world. Does anybody believe that today? Come on and give God some praise. Why don't we stand to our feet? And in just a moment, we're going to sing together. We're going to sing together because you know what? Making it big and making it loud, it's not about you. It's not about you. Yes, we have a part to play. But Jesus, when he died on the cross, in his blood ran down that cross. His blood washed you clean of every single sin. And the Holy Spirit now can come and live inside of you, giving you power, power to overcome, power to do things that you never believed that you could do in your own